0: This is the Kitzer of Sikh Beis of Parsha Sazinu and Cheilik Yudalet. The Rebbe begins with the pasik in this week's Parsha, Kishem Hashem Ekra Havu Goido Lelekeinu. And the Gemara learns out from here that when a person learns Teireh, Sheem Hashem Ekra, he's obligated to make a Berches HaTayra. Bebrochah vashavochah bonum eko la'amim venos alonu es So, the Rebbe says as follows, all mitzvahs you're obligated to make a bracha before. Nevertheless, The Gemara brings a special drasha to teach me that you have to make a Birchus HaTayra before you learn Tayra. What this means is that this Bracha is different than Birchus mitzvah's. By Birchus HaMitzvahs we say, you are thanking the Eibishter for giving us the opportunity to fulfill a Mitzvah, the Kedusha of the Mitzvah that you're getting through this fulfillment. That's what you're thanking the Eibishter for. It's not that the very act of the Mitzvah itself requires the Bracha. The other hand, when it comes to Limud HaTedah, what the Gemara is teaching us from this Pasuk is that the very learning of Tedah itself requires a bracha. Not because of any fulfillment of any Kedusha that it accomplishes. Kishe MaShem Ekra, you're learning Tedah, that itself requires a bracha. Similar you see in the al Shulchan Aruch when he describes Berches HaTedah. The Altarev says that a person should see the Tedah that he's learning as the Klichem of the Bishter and how choshev of it is. And he should make a bracha a great simcha more than any other pleasures of the world. What do you see over here? You're not making a bracha on any of the fulfillment or kedusha that you are accomplishing through your learning. The bracha is on the teda itself. The fact that David Shib gave us this teda and we have, we received this teda to learn. That's what the bracha is on. This great teda that we have to learn. So therefore, the very learning itself requires the bracha, regardless of what obligation or fulfillment you have through this learning. So, Rebbe asks the question, and this is the basic question of this Sikha here, when it comes to women, the Altarev explains, why are women obligated to make a bracha before they learn teireh? They're not obligated to learn teireh b'chlap. So the reason, says the Altarev, is because they have to learn teireh, they're obligated to learn teireh, to know their mitzvahs. So therefore they have to make a bracha before they learn ta'ira. The question is, but if we're saying that the concept of birchas at has nothing to do with whether you're obligated to learn or not, or whatever you're accomplishing through your learning, but the very act of the learning itself requires a bracha, so then why doesn't that apply to women just like men? Why does Alter Rebbe have to give another reason, a new reason, why women are obligated to make a bracha before they learn ta'ira? So to answer this, the Rebbe begins with explaining something that we see by limadar teyre, the bracha on teyre, which is unique, that we don't find in other places. You make that bracha once in the morning, and that bracha lasts you for the entire day. Even when a person interrupts with other business, or whatever he's doing, nevertheless, it's not considered a hefsik, and a hesachadas of your bracha. Because the person, so the Alter says, the person has in mind to come back to his learning. He's always obligated to learn, and he has in mind to come back. But then the Alter adds, even if the person is going to the bathroom, or a shower during the day, which is a place that you're not allowed to learn teda, nevertheless, that's also not considered to be a break. When you come back to learning, you don't have to make a new bracha. The question is, why not? Why isn't it considered to be a break? By Hilchah's the halacha is, if a person is in a place where he's not allowed to put on tfillin, he has to make a new bracha. If he took off his tfillin and he, and he had a mind to put the fillin back on, he does not have to make a new bracha. But if he went to a place, he went to the bathroom, he wasn't allowed to put on tefillin there. He comes back to pass tefillin again. You do have to make a new bracha. So why is the Torah any different? Another thing that Reva Rebbe points out that we see interesting regarding tefillin, there's halacha of not being Masiyah das from the tefillin. Not allowed to take your mind off the tefillin, and this is learned out from the tzitz, Kalv actually. The tzitz had the name mentioned only once, and the kain is not allowed to take his mind off the tzitz. And much more so the tefillin that has the name mentioned many times you're not allowed to take your mind off of the tfilin. However, the Alter Rebbe says, what constitutes Hadas? Only schoik the kalis reish. If there's a f- laughter, a frivolous behavior, that's considered to be something that you took your mind off of the tfilin. So the question is why? We're learning it from the tzitz. And by the tzitz, you're supposed to have your mind on the tfilin all the time. It's not just about not embarrassing the tfilin by acting in, uh, with schoik and kalis reish. The Alter Rebbe says clearly regarding tfilin that you shouldn't take your mind off the tfilin. rega so why does the Alta Rebbe then say that even if you don't have your mind off the all the ta- on the Tefillin all the time, just shaiken khalis reish is an issue, otherwise it's fine. So the Rebbe explains, we have to see deeper what this concept of Hesach means by Tefillin, and then the Rebbe from there will come to Taira as well, how the bracha of t- on Teira in the morning lasts for the entire day. So regarding Tefillin, says the Rebbe, really we can divide the mitzvah of Tefillin into two parts. There's the act of the tefillin, the maiseh that you put on the physical tefillin, on your arm, on your head. And then there's the kavanah of the mitzvah, which is the shibud amayach v'haleib, to subjugate your mind and heart, which is also part of the mitzvah. So therefore the Rebbe says as follows. When it comes to the brach of the mitzvah, so as long as the tefillin is on you, that bracha was never interrupted. You're you're constantly doing the mitzvah, as long as the tefillin is on you. If you take off the tefillin, you have a mind to put it back on, you're still connected to the tefillin. So the bracha still lasts if you're going to put your tefillin back on. If you go to a place where you can't put on the tefillin, there you disconnected yourself from the mitzvah that you were doing. You're in a place that you don't even have the potential to put on the tefillin. That's how the Hesachadas disconnects you from the tefillin that you have to make a new bracha. In that case, this is talking about the tefillin, the actual myself putting on the tefillin on your hands, on your head. However, says the Rebbe, when it comes to the mitzvah, the other part of the mitzvah, a person has to subjugate his mind and heart, which is what we learn out from the tzitz. Just like the tzitz, you're wearing the Evesh's name on your forehead, and therefore that tzitz has a great presence in the person's mind, and what the tzitz accomplishes, so too by the tefillin, the fact that you're wearing the Evesh's name on your, on your head, on your arm, brings about a Shibu mayach that's the concept of having your mind on the tefillin. However, says the Rebbe, this idea that you have to have your mind on the tefillin, if you have that mindset and that attitude in the beginning when you put on the tefillin, it's, it continues automatically into the rest of the time that you're wearing it tefillin. The rest of the time, even if you're stunned, wearing the tefillin, and you're not consciously thinking about the tefillin, your mindset in the beginning continues with you all the time automatically. That brings a source from this, where we find the Allah by writing something, and it has to be written Lishma, that the kavanah of Lishma has to be in the beginning. And the act that follows, your mindset in the beginning, follows with that mindset. It's based on that mindset. You don't have to constantly think of the Lishma. So therefore, we do learn not from tzitz. We learn not from tzitz. However, by the tefillin, that mindset in the beginning continues later automatically. Only if a person acts with schayk and kalis raish. So then he breaks that mindset. He's doing something that's opposite his original mindset, so it breaks that original mindset. But otherwise, it continues automatically. Tzitz is also, you have to, you not be masih Das in the tzitz all the time, and that's where we learn it out from. However, by tzitz, the Rebbe says, it goes a step further, because over here, the effect of the tzitz is to bring about a kapata for a carbon that wasn't brought properly, that has to apply to a specific carbon that's happening. So therefore, you have to actually not be Masir Das of the tzitz, that is, all the time. The mindset of the beginning won't be enough for that. So now the Rebbe takes this idea back to Lumadat Teirah, and the Rebbe says, the halacha by Lumadat is when you make a bracha, and you made a break between the bracha and the beginning of the mitzvah. It's not considered to be a break, says the Alter Rebbe, because a person is constantly chayiv and learning Teirah. So he's constantly connected to the tayra. So even if he didn't learn right away, it's not a hefseh. So, what do we see from this? That limadat da is different than other mitzvahs. This is a mitzvah that you're obligated to do constantly. So therefore, there's no hefsikh, even after you take off your tefillin, and even if you go to a place where you can't learn teda, or again, not take off the tefillin again, even if a person stops learning, and he goes to a place where he can't learn, nevertheless, it's not considered to be a hefzik. Because you have that obligation every single moment. Even in a place where you can't learn, there's something that's blocking you from actually learning about the obligation and the connection to the mitzvah is still there. So therefore, that bracha from the beginning continues the entire day. The only time the bracha of the teireh from the morning will not continue the entire day is if the person does something to break that connection to the teireh and that connection to your bracha on the teireh. If a person goes to sleep, shina skva, a permanent sleep, or a person that doesn't learn, and he completely takes his mind off learning that he's not coming back to learning. Similar to what we said by tefillin, if you took your mind off of it completely, and you went to a place where you can't put on tefillin again, that's regarding the physical tefillin, or we hear regarding and khalis reish, that breaks your original mindset of the tefillin. Same thing over here regarding teire. But otherwise, the connection of a person to the teira is constant. So therefore the bracha goes on the entire day. Says the Rebbe, that's the reason why the Alter Rebbe brought the idea that women have to learn teda for their mitzvahs to explain that they make a bracha. And he didn't rely on the fact that the very act of learning teda requires a bracha. Because if it was only that, so then I would say that every time they learn, it requires another bracha. However, the Altarev is explaining that their bracha is similar to the men, that they only make one bracha in the morning and that continues the entire day. The only way to explain that is because the women are obligated to learn teda because of their mitzvahs, which applies every day to have mitzvahs that they have to do every day, and therefore they have the obligation, and therefore the connection to Teirah all day, and therefore their bracha in the beginning of the day, works for the entire day like it is by the men. That's what the Altarebbe brings, specifically this reason. The Rebbe goes on in the Sikha and says, that there's another reason that the Altarebbe Shulchan Aruch says, why you only make a bracha once a day, because Chazal established it to be like Birches HaShachar. Birches HaShachar is once in the morning. Still the Rebbe says, the point that women are obligated to learn Taira every day is relevant even according to this reason as well. Because Birches HaShachar was established for those mitzvahs, or for those things actually, that a person benefits every single day, on a constant basis, every day he has these things that he benefits from, like Zaykiv Kefufim, that ever brings an example. So therefore, the fact that sa HaTaira is in the same category as all of Birches HaShachar is only because Taira is an obligation that a person has all the time, every single day. So the only way to describe and explain why that's true about women as well, is if we say that women have to learn taira, not just when they wish to learn, and they have the taira to learn when they wish occasionally to do so, but because they're obligated to learn Teirah all the time, because they have mitzvahs that they have to do that is relevant all the time to learn about. So therefore, even for women, we can say the same idea, that Birchus HaTadah is part of the Birchus HaShachar in the morning.